Hello and welcome to this week's edition of In the Lions Den. I'm your host, James Boyle, joined as always by my father, Dennis Boyle. Sucking up this pollen. And fuck, I forgot an intro line. Rick Catamaran. <laughs> That's as good as any. <laughs> uh, tonight we watched Season 3, Episode 3, Walk of Punishment. And now uh, that we're going to try to keep this episode to a reasonable length. We've been hitting you guys with <laughs> massive monster episodes. The um, Walk of Punishment, when we were finishing up there, when they faded to black, I was trying to think of where and how their thought was. I forgot too, but it, it says on the Wikipedia, the title of the episode alludes to a place called the Walk of Punishment. A road where slaves are crucified and displayed oh. as examples. Oh, okay. What so that one that she was yeah. trying to give them water. So what's all your notes? That was the first time I thought they used too much blood. Yeah, it was a brutal. And the walk of punishment. So we open up with Caitlin's dad being put on, and I guess there's an official name for it, but it's like a canoe. I think a beer. A beer, a B-I-E-R. Or beer. <laughs> or B-I-R-E? Wait, wait, B-I-E-R? Is that what you said? I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Filled with hay, Rick, and they have Catlin's father on there to be properly buried, and they sort of cast this catamaran, if you will, out into the water. <laughs> and then they're supposed to, one soldier is back at the docks there shooting a flaming arrow so that if you... Once you hit the hay, it just goes up. But he was having some difficulties. Yeah. So well, what what was the point in that? I guess that he's just incompetent a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're introduced to a couple of a little bit. Yeah, her family, the Tullys. So he well. he finally does. The other guy steps in. <laughs> yeah. So we meet Rob's <clears throat> great uncle. I guess it's Catlin's uncle, Catlin's the uncle, Blackfish, yeah. <laughs> who comforts her as she's worried about her sons. Uh, and also, her large sons. Her large sons. <laughs> now, the um, she seemed almost relieved when the whole thing became a funeral pyre. Yeah, because it's kind of like embarrassing that they couldn't. Oh, but I thought, well, I mean, the guy's already dead, but she's, she's bemoaning the death. Yeah, part of the ritual is uh, the body needs to be burned. It should go fast. Yeah. And she... Um, Catelyn seems relieved when the when the flying flaming arrow hits the the boat and her wonderful father goes up in flames. Yeah, so they complete the ritual for his flaming uh, but I was Viking burial. If that was you, would you go? Oh, thank God, he's now. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like cremation, right? It's, yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. It's probably a ritual that she's. And then we see Rob talking to Edmure Tully, who is the Blackfish's son, I guess. About right? the monster. Yeah, and basically we just see that he's been incompetent and the stress of war is getting to Rob, right? He seems stressed out. Yeah, now how many factions, roughly? Seven? Right now the big ones are the Lannisters versus the Stark still. Okay. Tywin versus Rob, really. But you have all these other little finger Yeah, that are kind of going yeah. on. And um, Tywin Lannister, who's then presiding over a meeting of, I guess he would call them his advisors. Yeah, they're called Tyrion, the, the small council. Baelish, Varys, and the queen bitch. 
<laughs> and he wants to know what what's the word about Jamie, and nobody knows, and he's pissed off. Cause... Yeah, so Jamie's still out there. Nobody really knows where he's at. We know he's with Brienne, and we know that at the end of the last episode, they were approached by Stark men soldiers who were going to take Jamie in. So we don't know. Tywin doesn't know, and he makes Tyrion the master of coin. Yes, yeah, he gives him the title that. Which means what? The, the, the bookkeeper, really? Yeah. yeah. Procurement guy. Tyrion says a lifetime of having extravagant wealth and spending money hasn't taught me how to save it. But uh, Cersei gets a little snide comment, like, "I'm sure you're up to the challenge." Yeah, yeah, with that smile. Of yeah, the smirk. So the new master of coin—that's his new title. Then we see Jamie with his captor, the big Amazon lady, Brienne. He actually tells her. You know you're going to be raped tonight when we get back here. Yeah, they have a they have a spat about the fight that they had, where essentially she says, "Oh, I always heard Jamie Lannister is the best swordsman in the realm." You were supposed to be so quick. She yeah, says. she says you're much slower than I thought. Yeah, and he gets pissed off, and in a moment of anger, he goes, "You know you're going to be raped tonight," uh, and they're you know they're going to do whatever they want and all this stuff, and he's telling her. From maybe a place of genuine concern, he's telling her... I don't know, is it? Don't fight it. Yeah, well, we don't know. Because before that, he's like... Don't fight it. You're, like he says, ha-ha, you're going to get raped tonight. <laughs> <laughs> don't, he's telling her, Rick, don't fight it. Like, if you fight it, they'll kill you. And she's saying to him, if you were a woman, would you fight? And he said, if I was a woman, I'd let them kill me. And then he says, but I'm not, thank the gods. So again, it's not a great world for women. There was a couple... If you'll remember, and we'll get on to it later with Khaleesi, which is, yeah, but we're not one. Right, right. There's a lot of uh, hinting at gender discussions this episode. So, uh, Brianne, um, oh no, the next thing we, they seem to be now chopping it to where you're going all the different, because now we next we see Ari. Yeah, we go to Ari. And her yeah. captors, and, and the hound is there, and this hot pie is that his name <laughs> hot pie they call him. hot pie because he's like <laughs> he seems like another, a really fat kid he seems like another uh, speaking of hot pie and how that sounds like excuse me while i kiss this guy wow i just i heard Jimi hendrix the other day and i was thinking of you maybe rick rick as rick have you ever heard that that story of him singing that song Excuse me while I kiss the sky. And there's people that are debating. They were saying, he was saying, excuse me while I kiss this guy. (laughs) Interesting, man. When you hear it. I think the audio is a lot clearer than mine is. And you can, I would, I would argue against it, but you never know. We were at hot pie. And then, and then, uh, then the next scene, Catelyn and her uncle are chatting about, um, about her dad, and she's waxing nostalgic again, like she was with uh, Jon Snow, remember? Yeah, she's feeling a lot of guilt, like you were saying. and Like she came off so many times like a hard ass, but now you're seeing. Yeah, she's probably realizing, well, everything kind of fell apart for her, and she's probably realizing things aren't going too well. Her right tits now. are sagging on her. <laughs> but uh, Rob, then we see Rob's wife, and I, I had a question regarding that. Remember, she was dressing the wounds of that young Lannister. Yeah. What I, I wondered what the point was of that little vignette there. Well, they mentioned in the previous scene where Rob was kind of chewing that guy out for being in, for not listening to him, that they had captured two young Lannister boys, and he with the hope that they would be able to barter with those God. kids. And he and that's when Rob said he they have two of my sisters. You think they're gonna? Oh, okay. 
good scene there because they they zeroed in on him and he yeah yeah he and so they're showing her to be like a sweetheart I guess and the two sisters being Ari and uh, Sansa yeah yeah and although they don't they're not really yeah Ari is not there at no, all but and nobody Sansa's knows that. not doing half bad I mean yeah and she's like she's living good, in court she's gotten out of marrying that right schmuck. right right so, so then um, the wildlings come upon that. What looked to be a decorative array of dead horses. Yeah. In fact, the the Mance Raider, the wildling king, or the king beyond the wall, they call him, when he approached it, he goes, oh, always the artist. Yeah. So they've seen these patterns before, apparently. And then they shoot, a, they show an aerial shot of it. Yeah. Some weird patterns. We don't know what it is, but left behind, presumably, by these white walkers or the creatures that we know are out there in the in the wastes. And they are um, tracking the Doughboy and Jon Snow still, right? Well, Jon Snow's with them. They're, oh, that's they're right, tracking yeah. the Night's Watch. Right. And they plan to attack the wall, Castle Black, or do some kind of scouting mission to it, apparently. But we don't know. Then we go to Craster. He's the guy that's just pounding all his daughters, right? Yeah. yeah. So this is the guy from On Their Way Out. <laughs> I mean, come on. I thought we were done with that stuff. So we've seen this guy before. On the way out for this mission beyond the wall, they stopped there. Yeah. And we know that he bangs his daughters. He has this harem of his own daughters. And all the sons he sacrifices to these white walkers. And he mentions it again tonight. He call, he, he says they're his gods. He says, where is that getting him? They sacrificing all the sons. Okay. That's why that's how he survived. Yeah, he's meeting with Mormont. Mormont, yeah, he's yeah, the, the, leader the leader of the Night's Watch. So they're they're at the end of the rope here, right? They seem haggard and tired and, and everything. And Crassler uh, is all but suggesting that they chop up the fat boy and eat him. Yeah, he's a, he's a walking feast. Jeez. Uh and Sam stumbles upon one of the girls, Gilly, who he had seen on the way out. Who she was pregnant then, and she had asked uh, then. He kind of liked her. Yeah, he yep. liked her, and she said, "They're gonna take my boy." They're gonna. She yep. was pregnant while he stumbles upon her giving birth. That's why episode. the shock on her eyes when she sees that it's a boy. It's a boy, oh, okay, yeah. Right. And he, they know that they kill the boys. They give them to these demon creatures. Yes. And then we go again to see Greyjoy, who's got that hood over his head, and he's, yeah, he's actually being, looks like he's being crucified. Yeah. And that guy comes in again. Who do we do we have a name with that guy? We don't know no. who that is now. He comes in and removes the um, the uh, sackcloth over his head and, and releases him. And he doesn't even look like he can walk. To walk, yeah. He's he said, "No, I can ride." Screws put his foot. So his torture continues, but he gets freed. Later on, he gets ridden down by these group of mysterious soldiers who were on the side of the of the uh, the uh, Starks right well we don't know but didn't they say that when they no they when didn't they wrote, say oh, anything I they wrote up on uh, they were in fact about to rape them and then the guy gets shot yeah. right in the face that was a lot of good scenes that there, was a good scene I mean you couldn't have been any more better place so apparently yeah. that guy's a good soldier then. yeah so and again the kid who had let him escape from the dungeon, saves him from these guys. So we don't know who he is, but he's getting them free or he's trying saves to. Saves him good, too. I mean, yeah. He's firing those Puts little, an arrow right through the oh, guy's face. Perfect. And uh, for some reason, we, sh- we we switched to the Red Witch and 
Stannis Bar- Baratheon. Well, mm-hmm. I, I, and I don't. I was trying to pen some notes, but I couldn't understand what was the point of that scene. So really, it was like Stannis is desperate and at a real low because he just got he got defeated. Remember at the Blackwater, yeah. and he's he even says, I'm so, "I should be right." So he's just in this like sort of self pitying, wallowing, desperate on the edge. Like he tells her, "I want another." He wants to. Ha- he wants her to have another smoke baby. Is really what yeah. He's, he's kind of whispering sweet nothing. Yeah, he's saying, "I want to kill Joffrey," and she says, "It'll kill you." She says, well, "I have to go make another sacrifice or something." She has all this weird flowery way of speaking, but she's saying, "The Lord of Light demands more sacrifice." And we don't have a chessboard here, so yeah. you can stretch me out. <laughs> so she's she's heading out of while she's saying this somewhere on some mission. We don't know where to. And then we see gaze upon the sweet little blonde Khaleesi again. Yeah, and she's at the walk of punishment, right? She actually, and and am I wrong or does she have ulterior motives? But she seems very sympathetic towards. The people that have been punished, and be like the guy says, "Yeah, she seems genuine, but it's hard to say." Yeah, right? and then the to- the uh, the tent man, Rick, he was <laughs> the tent man back at her side, and he's telling her, "These guys were convicted of crimes. You know, they're sentenced to death." Yeah, he's telling her, "Don't." He's basically telling her, "Don't get involved." So basically, what this city that they're in is run by slavers, and the whole city is built on slave labor and everything. And they're walking by these slaves who have been punished for some trespasses or another and they're all bloody and beaten and basically crucified she she did ask for water uh, yeah so she tries to give one water and the guy just kind of looks at her and croaks out let me die so things are not good for the slaves here and a lot of the the a lot of the the debate in this episode between the tent man and the other guy the newcomer barristan the old knight guy uh is whether she should basically stoop to buy these slaves. Right. And does that make her, you know, as bad as these... And they, this is a continuation when she was looking at all of them and they... To decide whether to buy them. nipple off, if you remember, Rick. Yeah, she's she's debating mm-hmm. whether to purchase these unsullied, they're called, which are soldiers that are, like, beaten. Well, they're super disciplined because they're raised as slaves from young. So there's an ongoing debate. And meanwhile, about, this guy's still in his native tongue dumping all over. Clearly. Yeah, so he's, he's like, there's a... There's a, a translator that he's got who who dis, who translates for Khaleesi, and they show subtitles for what he's saying. Yeah. He calls her like this pig and this yeah. slut, and but eventually in that scene, uh, he does like the curve of her ass. He yeah, said. he say, he mentions he likes the curve of her ass, and just all around not a good guy. But she she says, "I want to buy all eight thousand unsullied." Well, it and doesn't he, make him a bad person that he likes the curve. <laughs> no. They said he kind of goes on this whole screed like your your ship would buy a hundred, the gold you have would buy twenty, your men would buy three. How do you propose to pay for the other seven? And meanwhile, 000? she's looking all around and feeling sorry for. Her. Right, there's all these slaves, and she says, "I will give you one of my dragons for wow, all your Wow, that got unsullied. everybody's attention. Yeah, so he now he snaps to attention. You're listening, Rick. I know you're listening now with bated breath. <laughs> And she also demands the, the, the maiden, his translator. She yes. says, and I'll take, I'm gonna take her too. Miss Sunday. You don't think she's ready to switch? And Maybe. You don't know. Side, she's a switch hitter. As they're walking out of there, she's talking to Miss Sunday and she's saying, do you have family that you would go to yeah. if you were given the choice of Miss Sunday? Do you ever no. take your dress off? I and then she says, that, yeah. um, 
What does she say? She says, uh, I'm going to war. If you come with me, you might get sick. You yeah. might lose could, people. You might die. You could die. And the girl says, for the first time, be, besides Arya's buddy, the assassin, she says, Valamagulis. Ah, oh, that was it. Yeah. And, Which means all men die. Yeah, so Daenerys nods and says, yes, all men must die. And as they're walking out into the sunset, she goes, but we are not men. Wow. And, and the, the tent, Sunday kind of has a smirk. Yeah, like, the tent yeah. man had a good saying, too. Remember, he said, there's a beast in every man. There is a beast in every man that is released when you put a sword in his hand. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a pretty good saying. Because his, the tent man is telling her, in wars, if you have regular soldiers, he, she, he's saying, in regular war, the soldiers come in and sweep through a city and slaughter. He says, I remember when your brother Rhaegar rebelled. And I was in King's Landing after that, and I saw wholesale slaughter and rape. The kids, everything. So he says, with the Unsullied, they're perfectly disciplined. Even though they're slaves, they're perfectly disciplined. That won't you. They won't slaughter anyone unless you tell them. So in other words, he's he's kind of giving her like a greater good type speech. And Barristan Selmy, this old knight, is telling her, "No, you shouldn't. You can't bring slaves into Westeros. People people won't follow you with slaves. So they're they're kind of." debating that and she don't have the same opinion right and she's not really weighing in either way she's trying to decide what to do still in the blue dress though and then um what was his name his name is master krasnus who's the that? guy who's selling her the soldiers oh the- yeah i think his name is like yeah. krasnus or some krasi or something. likes the curve of her ass yeah so she she agrees to buy it for the dragon he agrees he gives her the translator and now one of her dragons, Rick. I, I thought I, I thought that would elicit some kind of a surprise response from you. From me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the dragons. I thought I thought I'd hear a little bit of a really a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> we get out of that back in. <laughs> they did try to make. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, they did try to make it. A oh what? I mean, Tent Man casted another tent when he heard that. Yeah, he was not happy. The tent. They, in fact, they questioned her. Her. her the tent was sagging. The tent was not happy. They question her, both of her now advisors, these two old knights. And when she leaves the room, she says, I know you're my trusted advisors, but if you ever question yeah. me in front of strangers again, you'll be advising someone else. Wow, She's laying a down a law. There's a woman right. right there. You ever tell me I look fat in this blue dress? <laughs> I'll feed you to the soldiers. So the next scene, guess who the character's name is? Like a real nice Irish name. And we actually know an actual gentleman of this name. Uh, John? Podrick. (laughs) Oh, Paddy. Yeah, yeah, Paddy. He actually, the opening scene, he's admiring their titties right there. Is that one of Tyrion's friends or that's not his? That's Roz who is like Littlefinger's kind of secondhand Oh, she was giving advice to yes, Tyrion. Yeah, that's yeah. her. Yeah, Podrick's distracted by all the women. But basically, Tyrion's getting advice from Littlefinger and the books. He's Keep a low like, profile. Yeah, so, yeah. Littlefinger tells him numbers are just numbers on a paper. And as soon as you realize that, you can make them bend to your will. So Tyrion's doing his homework to become the master of coin. And in the meantime, Podrick's uh, gift for saving his life, Tyrion gifts him a couple of these women of the night. Yeah, and they're all rolling out of these like uh, curtains. And <laughs> yeah, he does. Who's this. upside down? And one lady's twisted around like the lady at the circus. 
they do this elaborate show. Uh, and then it's pl- it's paid. F- well, it's played for last because they don't. They refuse in a later scene. They refuse his money because they've had such a good time. Right. He must Podrick. be hung like a donkey, I guess. Because Podrick hands back all of the money Tyrion gave. He said, "Wait." And then he asked him, "You have to tell us. I need copious details on how do you got all this action without even paying for it." He was explaining Tyrion was of a loan. Yeah. To that one guy, that badass soldier that's Bron, been protecting yeah. him. Yeah. But you, then you got to pay me back with interest. Yeah, the guy's like, I've never borrowed money. I don't understand what. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why the guy didn't say, "What is interest?" I was thinking that too. Yeah. He might. He's probably messing with him. I'm sure yeah, he yeah. understands the. But he's always like a smart. And maybe ass. I don't want to pay you. And then. Well, when Podrick says, they they ask Podrick that he doesn't know that he's going to be having this experience with these women, and they say, "Have you ever been with a woman?" He says, "No." And. Tyrion points to the one curtain. He's like, "This is Joanne. She's she's special. Was, with the first she specializes timers. in the first timers. First timers." And Bronn says, "She's not too bad the second time either." Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's had his he's had his fill of. So party comes back. Of course, he's all smiles, and then Tyrion wants to know, "Well, how in the hell did you get all this action without paying any money?" And do we know or what? Any sus- suspicions? Why? No, I think it's played mostly for last. Maybe okay. that might come up again. I forget. So the next thing we see, Greyjoy, who had already jumped on that white horse, quite attractive horse, and and is just going through the bushes, and he winds up something grazes him on the ear or something, and then he says, "Oh, he looks over and yeah." This is when we mentioned this a little bit, but the, he gets he's told by this kid who frees him, ride east towards the sunrise, and right. you'll find your sister waiting for you to take you home. Well, he's searching for her, and he gets set upon by these... Four of them, I think. Yeah. Yep. Men on horseback, and they're shooting arrows at him and everything. And they got that swinging... Right. Like we should a, know the name of that. A mace, or... That ball, you know, that has all the spokes on it and all. Yeah. Um, but surprisingly, he's going along, and they don't hit him. They do, eventually. Oh, oh yeah, the guy hit him with the ball, but the arrows are going into the No, yeah, the arrows... Well, I can't imagine shooting from the horseback yeah. would be... But he eventually gets a mace to the to the face or I don't know chest or something. When he goes up. down, that's when this gentleman—I couldn't shouldn't call him a gentleman—is getting ready to have his way with this kid. And then all of a sudden comes this guy who le- freedom. There's a lot of talk of rape tonight in tonight's episode. Yeah, uh, but yeah, just as he's about to be uh, violated, this kid who had who had freedom. Uh, from the dungeon, once again, comes and saves the day and, and shoots all just these Just as he's ready to grab his junk, yeah. here goes this thing right to us. Right and I'm sure every chest. man is going, oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Put yeah. one through his eye. And, and then it. when he gets, the kid walks up and kind of knocks a feather. And the soldier says, you bastard. And he puts an arrow right through the guy's Shoo. head. A lot of violence. And another arrow, like from two feet away. Yeah, remember? yeah. Jeez. So Theon is saved again by this mystery character who we don't know yet. I'm not one for gratuitous violence, but I like that scene. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. In fact, the somewhat twisted way of me likes when he got two feet from him and put that arrow right to his head. Yeah, yeah. Well, it looked good, too, because it was a wide shot of the whole forest. And just at the center, from far away, you see the rescuer and the bad guy and he puts one right through the- i mean the guy was already gonna go yeah, but yeah. it was just a cool cool uh, shot lightning i mean the icing on the cake you know so then uh brianne again we're we're seeing her 
getting her ass absolutely kicked by them guys. She's given a couple good shots back. But yeah, she's so tied this, up. this goes back to their conversation where he he was telling her, don't fight it. Yep. And she said, if you were a woman, would you fight? And he said, if I was a woman, I'd let them kill me. So now it looks like it's happening. She says, Rick, she says to him, if you were half a man, you'd take me to the circus. And he said, if I was half a man, I'd be in the circus. <laughs> <laughs> she's holding her own, although she's tied up. But then while she's off in the distance, and you would assume that these guys are going to have her way, to have their way with her, comes Jamie's smooth talk to the guy who captured him about. She's royalty. And, and this is what I mean. Like, I think Jamie is, there's some level of concern. Uh... He de- he looks upset about it. Like they kind of take her away, and he's like, "Ah, oh, shit." She's grown on him, I think. Because, yes, yeah. yeah. They have this kind of rapport. They're they're and they fighting soldiers, and, right? Yeah. Right. So he he talks to the leader of the men and basically starts his little smooth talk, like he's telling the guy, "Well, she's a noble woman. Her dad's really rich. You'll have money for your kids and their kids yeah. and their kids." So he says, "If if you." He says, you know, her dad, Selwyn uh, Tarth, they call his kingdom the Sapphire Kingdom, and he'll pay her weight in Sapphire if she's brought back unbesmirched, he says, undefiled. That's it, undefiled. Yeah, so the guy calls his men back. They tie her back up to the tree, but she's not going to be raped, it seems at this point anyway. And then he, he starts to talk to Jamie, and Jamie's laying on this, like, you know, my dad's rich too, and I know you're. You think you're fighting for the right side. He says, "Fighting for the losing side's noble, but fighting for the winning side's much more rewarding." Yeah. So he says he's basically trying to tell this guy like. And what's cool, I think they're roping the audience in to go. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. you think Everything. it's like, oh shit, Jamie's going to get them out of this mess. Yep. And Jamie, as yeah, has not really been. He also, every, everything he predicts is coming. Right. He thinks it, it, Jamie's one of these guys, it's like everything sort of goes his way and he's used to it. And you think, oh, he's getting to this guy. The guy undoes his chains and he says, you know, are you hungry? And Jamie's like, oh, I'm famished. And he says, here, would you like you to eat this table? Yeah, oh, yeah. I love partridge. And just as. They're, when you're hungry, there's not like a partridge. Yeah. <laughs> and just as you think Jamie's going to be released or these guys are listening to him, they kind of. They knock him over and have him pressed against this tree stump, like which is supposed to be like a table, right? Like, like a, oh table. yeah, I love that table. Yeah. And this guy, you you find out is pissed about. He says, you know, you're you're a snake who every time you're in trouble, you you just say, my father, my Spoiler father, yeah, kid. like, and yes. you think you can get out of any problem and yada 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 yada. So we know that Jamie's smooth talking has not worked. And the final scene, Which the guy kind of moves to turn around. He's got a knife in his hand. And at first, he's pressing it into Jamie's in his eye socket. Almost. Yeah, almost like he's going to take his eye out. He says, you better watch what you say. And then he releases, and you think it's fine. And the guy turns to walk away, and he goes, but this will help you remember me or something. And just brings the knife down right on Jamie's hand. Right at the wrist. Yeah, right at the wrist. And severs. Give me a hand. Yeah. I said you got to hand it to him. It's a great shot to end the end the episode on. Yeah, so you wonder. Um, I mean, to me, that said, well, here's Jamie. All that he is is a warrior and a fighter, and Immediately, not anymore now. Yeah, there goes his sword hand, right? But then that guy was drafted by the NFL. The, you know, the kid 
Griffin or whatever he was. Yeah, Jamie's got a promising uh, future. Right, maybe in, he's going to... In the combine. He's not, he scored high on his Wonderland. Yeah. He's not going to let this get him down. His 40s really fast. Then they fade to black, so... Jamie is finally getting some of his comeuppance. Yes. For the first time, the smug bastard maybe brought down a notch here. Favorite scene? The arrow right through the guy's head. Yeah, that was pretty good. That and the uh, the hand chopping was done really well too. Is it possible that we're getting sucked in with all this sax Violence and violins? <laughs> it's get it's this season to me anyway seems much more brutal so far yeah. compared to the other two. Definitely, there's like it feels more hopeless. Rob Stark is stressed and on the edge. However, we're seeing Catelyn's soft crying sides. in every yeah yeah. We're seeing soft sides. Today. His wife is very sweet. Yeah, there's kind of a. But there's, there's certainly more violence. A lot of people getting butchered. We didn't see tonight um, the girl who will be the queen with the... Oh, right, Marjorie. She yeah. wasn't in it tonight. Uh, King's Landing, there wasn't many King's Landing scenes. Yeah, I would say my favorite was the... I like that moment of silence. The cleaver comes down and kind of chunks into the wood. And there's a moment of silence where Jamie's face is just pure. It's like stunned. Shock. Wait, did he just chop my handle? Yeah, and the blood is like pouring out, and then he starts screaming, and he. But then again, when black. he started pulling his pants down to have his way with that guy, and that thing just went right through him. Yeah, like, right through his chest. I, I, there was something beautiful about that. Huh? <laughs> 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 oh, so uh, I could like chart your um, the sensitization <laughs> to violence. Children from so desensitized from television and movies, <laughs> they cringe. But that was um, anything we're missing, Rick. And was it fifty minutes? Would no. you say? Or? Yeah, it was fifty-three tonight's okay. episode. We, we can educate the masses on yet another topic. That uh, well, what are we going to today? What are we gonna? Oh, that's right. Well, what, what were we? Uh... You said a game. Or I, something. I do have a you little a game. game. This is coming a little early, but I figured we've had. Um, we, yeah, we could also talk about the incels. <laughs> when you're saying incels, you. wait, wait. Um. We talked to you about this a while ago. Uh, you remember Jon Snow is a vol cell? <laughs> we were talking about that. A vol cell? <laughs> so here was you don't remember that? I have complete, I don't have any Rick, recollection of Here this. was my idea. As we go along here, we're going <laughs> to, I looked up incel terminology and I would like to hear from my dad. What do you, just by the sound of the, uh, what is your idea of what it means? And then we'll go through the actual. Well, the only reason I, 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 I'm beginning when you said we talked about this before. Very briefly. Something about their sexual proclivity, uh, like what they're into. Yeah. Uh, but I don't remember what the, was the defining thing for an incel versus a vol cell, you're saying? Yeah. Well, let's. I like James' approach. Let's. Uh, so we may have to start that. with incel. Okay. Well, what do you think? Uh, well, what do I think it would mean? Yeah, what do you think the. And you're who? Who's one of them? Um, Did you say John Stark or something? Is it? Well, no. Uh, John Snow is a, is a vol cell. He's never been laid yet. Right. Okay. So, but uh, there's something that goes along with that. And he likes to dress up in fuzzy costumes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's like a fur cell too. Yeah, yeah. That would play, yeah. But, but, but I'm trying to figure out. No, what, none of the furries are cell. Yeah. Why would it be vol cell? Like the, does the vowel mean something? Well, let's uh, let's let's read. Why don't you do your uh, clues, James? 
Well, I don't. I didn't. I, I did not come prepared for this one because I expected. To oh, do gee, that's a shock. This is a problem. That's a shock. And then uh, I don't. I don't. They talk about so incels are a group of people. They it's a big online community. Uh, they talk about Chads and Stacy. Yeah, there's a lot of those uh, that we can get into. Yeah, but incel is a uh, what do they call it? Is there a word for like it's a compound word, but it's. It's the combination of two. And, and, and do you port, do you spell it? I n c e l l s. Yeah. I n i n c e l. Yeah. Okay. And that involves Chad's and Stacy's. Well, well, let's let's start. We'll give you incel. Okay. Not that you don't have to guess these, but I think it'd be funny to hear your ideas of what they could be. Incel stands for involuntary celibate. And Rick. If I'm wrong in any of this stuff, let me know. I'm, I'm reading from uh, Inverse. Oh, I, I would think you're the expert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be, <laughs> speaking of my people. Uh, <laughs> this definition says, Incels believe they're undesirable to women because society has stacked the cards against them. So it's always these external factors, uh, whether it be not good looking enough, too small in stature, or uh, being generally physically weaker than other men. Now, this spawned uh, almost a movement, right, Rick, would you say? Not almost, it has. I mean, <laughs> so then, vowel cells are people like A.C. Green on the Lakers who just said, I'm not going to... Voluntary yeah. celibate. Until exactly. I get yeah, married, John I'm Snow, gonna... right? John yeah. Snow is John Snow's textbook vowel cell. <laughs> Even though Egret's rubbing up against him in those furs... He's having none. He of gets it. More, he gains more power <laughs> by not fucking. But is he is he voluntary in this, or is he scared, or is he? No, as Knights Watch, they have to take vows of celibacy. Oh, that's right. okay. So he, he's a vol cell. But um, even when he's out on the road like that with this girl humping his yeah, leg, yeah, no, it's his honor. Damn. Um, no, I don't know. How did it start, Rick? I don't know the history. And Chad's and Stacy's. What is the? A Chad is one who is. Uh, well, wait. Let's hear with... your. Uh, <laughs> let's hear. What do you think it could be? A Chad. <laughs> These are probably too difficult to get. Stacy's. I mean... It sounds like a woman's name. Stacy's. Mm-hmm. So. Um. Maybe Chads are or they got they got such a big hooter that they feel like they're they're imposing to women. Yeah, pretty much. Right. And, and Stacy's. They got the little wee wees. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, well, Chads are Chads are like the fraternity guy who who gets all all kinds of uh, strange everywhere, and because for whatever reason, uh, probably because of external forces that bestow genetically uh, they're superior. That's a big thing, right? Uh, is it? Uh, oh, yeah. I, I thought it was just that, like, that they're they're born of a higher station, and therefore uh, they get to bang more women. May, maybe. I mean, Stacy's are like the sorority girls who give it up to the chads, pretty much, and, and or or really just any woman that doesn't. Well, any any attractive woman. I think that's important, yes, right? Definitely important because there's another because term they. For- there's a lot of other terms for uh, not so attractive women. But, but clear something up. For right, you. because they don't want anything to do with them. Right. <laughs> they're celibate, though, you said. But they're involuntary celibate. Meaning? So they feel like they've lost this genetic lottery or, or 
uh, due to their station in life, like Rick said, or f- these external factors, they are they feel completely undesirable to women to the to the to the level that they will never they are always celibate involuntarily. So they're they virgins, exactly, and they'll never be laid. But, but aren't Chads the, the and Chads are like the hot campus? guys. Who are getting all? Oh, so they're not incels. No, no, no. The, no. This is just. No, the chads are quite the opposite. So incels is like the 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 group, and now they have all these terms for other people and experiences okay. and stuff. Are so, there any famous incels? <laughs> probably. Have we ever have seen a list of? <laughs> I think by being famous, you're. Uh, I don't think it, you could be an incel. I don't know. Now Clinton, he wasn't an incel, and but he didn't he have a right hand turn on his <laughs> on his wee wee or something. Yeah, but there's not it's not much about the wee wee. No, but looking <laughs> <laughs> back off the wee wee talk, <laughs> a wee bit less. No, I'm, I'm disappointed. Because... So um, here I'll read you the the, uh, the definitions on this Reddit post here. Uh, Chad is an impossibly hot or handsome guy that, according to incels, gets everything in life (laughs) handed to them. And now, this is an important note. Chad is the Caucasian version. Tyrone is the black version. So if there's a real good-looking black guy who gets a lot of girls and everything, he's popular, he's Tyrone. No, not just real good-looking, impossibly hot. (laughs) Oh, God. Luckily, I have every incel page bookmarked. Um, so I think we were talking about Chads and Tyrones, right? So this group of incels, they refer to any popular hot guy who's cleaning up. They call them Chad. Like, are they, is, that, is a Chad an enemy to an That's incel? That's a derogatory, okay. yes. Very, very much so. And Stacy's the female version. This, this post says, she's a hot girl who gets everything and spreads her legs open for everyone. She's extremely vapid and shallow. Vapid. I like that word. Uh, So what do you think a normie would be? Um, He's not an incel. Right. Right. Basically, anybody. Right. Just a normal. A normal guy. Yeah. And these people meet. Uh, Do we? (laughs) I don't know, Rick. I don't know. When was your last meeting? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, do they have things like the fuzzies and all? Probably. They They're an online community. Yeah, I, know that. I think these are like the basement dwelling, like stuck oh, yeah. on the computer, angry, super angry. One light bulb hanging yeah, down. Yeah, bitter, 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 bitter. Uh, I believe that they deleted that subreddit, Rick, the real one, right? Oh, is that right? I think so, because it would be fat- Oh, yeah, because it got too violent. Right, they were getting right? like violent. Yeah. But it would be fascinating to dive into some actual incel posts. Maybe for next week, I can find uh, I can find some that have been arch- archived or whatever. Jeez. Advice to the incel. You guys have because... a smarmy interior. <laughs> <laughs> the, just the, the basic word of celibate means what? Like no sex. Yeah, but like, is somebody celibate because let's say of a religious thing? Well, that's the point for these guys. So they're involuntary. Okay. So they're saying against their will, right. they'll never they would be like able to. to have right, right. Okay. But because of it's for any reason, but you can, you know. But if you uh, if like religion would probably be volcel, right? Because they've chose you've chosen right. To... Yeah, that's correct. That's yeah. Correct. But um... well, you could have an incel 
religious person. But well, anyway. I'd like to yeah, see some of these people, <laughs> like examples. I don't know. They post photos. What's the anger coming from? That they want well, to get... you can see the one. There's the a... most famous one to date. Who? The Toronto guy. That's what prompted all oh, this Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why I said we should talk about this. Because <laughs> we were talking about this on the podcast. Yes, I do. Uh, a few... The guy who... What, what did he do? With the bus? Yeah, a van, I think. Oh, I just he mowed down like 10 Toronto people in a van. Attack and incel gets auto-populated. Yep. Oh, um, you mean that guy? Oh, okay. The guy in Toronto an was an incel. Like. Okay, so yep. here's this headline from CTV News. What's an incel? Unpacking the disturbing Facebook post uh, linked to Toronto van attack. This is so great. I just love when, like, when there's some weird, cockeyed, like, offbeat internet culture thing that, that bleeds like, in the real life the news yeah or, or like just like these like button down anchors on the news are forced to explain because <laughs> you know at some point there is like all these nearing retirement embittered journalists with like cigarettes hanging out this is how i picture it who are like what the fuck is an incel somebody's gonna look it up and you were looking at, at me for that these kind kids of can't question. get laid shall we <laughs> yeah <laughs> So this is uh, the post was allegedly written moments before the Monday afternoon attack, which killed ten people and injured fourteen others. Uh, rest in peace. Moments before. Moments before, yeah. Okay. The the uh, the killer or the alleged killer is Alec Manassian. He's twenty five. Uh, his Facebook post reads, <clears throat> "Quote: The incel rebellion has already begun." We will overthrow all the Chads and Stacys. Hmm. All hail the supreme gentleman, Elliot Roger. You remember Elliot? I do not know Elliot. You do. You just don't remember him. Uh, the Isla Vista Santa Barbara shooting, like three or four years ago. Oh, really? Remember the kid he, dro- he drove around in Santa Barbara, like right by the campus, and blew away a bunch of people. What well, now? Is he an incel also? He was an incel, but I don't think he articulated or, or, or consciously identified as one. But he, he's like sort of a, a martyr to the planet. Well, if you Google uh, his name, the first article, the, the headline is, We must try to understand how unwanted virginity leaves self-hating incels to murder. Oh, yeah. That's well worthy of our time. Um, Does a Chad ever become an incel or vice versa? Never. No. Well, no, a Chad's already getting banged. So. Yeah, Chad's okay. having... The chat is the enemy. An in incel, this. could an incel guy say, well, one Thursday night I did have a little... No, he'd probably be ousted, from what I understand. Is that right, Rick? Rick? Is that... Like, let's... What, if he if he, if he bangs? Yeah, like, they're, he going, bangs. they're having meetings, and all of a sudden, at the fifth meeting, he goes, hey, listen, I got to tell you guys, there was a Thursday night, and... It's like, it's like what's it, triple A, what is it? <laughs> AA? I, I, you know, I did, yeah. I fell off the <laughs> wagon, and I wound up offing this girl. She's been my teacher. Step skipper. But uh, does that ever happen or no? An incel is forever I been. Have, I bet it's happened, and I bet they would be rejected. That, that's a whole other group of people that could get shit yeah. together here and have meetings. Uh, they uh, that that kid Elliot Roger posted. I remember a very disturbing video. I think he. I, I can't remember if he ran people over or if he. Shot. I think he shot some people. There were like a couple different ways that he killed. He went to a sorority house. It says, in Santa yeah. Barbara. 
it's a, but he yeah he, he recorded this really creepy video of himself in the car like right as he was similar to what this moron did uh like kind of in uh, he like made sure to film himself in magic hour like he's got the sun to the right angle and everything it's really bizarre <laughs> but he, he's like talking into his cell phone about how uh women don't like him and like sorority girls sleep with other guys but they won't sleep with him and now he's gonna punish them it says in 2014, 22 year old Roger killed six people in an act of revenge designed to punish women for quote denying him sex. This was his. Uh, oh, Roger is an nice. incel. Roger is an incel. Yeah. Roger is perhaps the most famous incel, even though I, I had forgotten. Yeah, that's why I said he's he's a martyr. Has Roger ever tried to get out of being an incel and approach a woman and go, "Hey, what's happening, baby?" Well, I don't well know. Roger, I think, was killed. Or he, he either off himself or I think he did, yeah. The police, but but I him. mean yeah. an incel in general. Do they ever like go yeah, to them? They've, they've tried. Did That's they, the idea. Is like, well, this is what they say. They say and they say a woman that doesn't matter. Wouldn't, they won't even. They'll spit on me before they. Really? Yeah. It seems a big like thing is the chin, right? There's like a lot of thing about if you don't have a chin. Really? That's like a. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. I've seen these. Let me see if I, if I Google incel chin. It's a lot of like, if you don't have a chin, you're an incel. <laughs> More chins than a that's Chinese what, uh, If you Google that's incel what Sinatra chin, called. I shit you not. There are side-by-side photoshopped photos of men with chins, chins and then without. And they tell you. The chin's an important part of the male physique. People don't talk about this. Did, you remember the reporter that used to, the gossip columnist that used to write all the dirt on Sinatra? Dorothy Kilgarren. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep, Dorothy Kilgarren. Yeah, he, yep. he used to call her the chinless one. Sinatra <laughs> ah. was the ultimate Chad, by the way. And Kirk Douglas was the Absolutely. ultimate chin. Yeah, Kirk Douglas had that chin that, uh, that even the guys who imitated him tried to... I've petitioned Spotify to change change all of his albums to Chad Sinatra, but so far, no response. <laughs> And then so the vol cell is a voluntary celibate. Vol cell. Like yes. a priest. Right. So they probably like look at Like a priest or like Mike Cernovich. Annoyance, right? They're pissed about the vol cells. Are they? The incels don't like the fact that these Because they're saying cell? like, you're choosing to do this. This is, this is our yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. So they feel sorry for themselves, basically. The right. Incels, it's a yeah. lot of self-pity and a lot of anger. Fury and and entitlement, right? And entitlement. Like and and the idea and and borderline, not borderline, but like, well, I guess they're not actually raping people, but they expect women they they they're owed it by women. Like women should just strip themselves nude and go to town on these guys, mm-hmm. just because they're entitled to it. You know? So um, so if a woman came up to an incel and said, "Come on, let's change that. Let's go, let's go back to your place," would they do it or would they say, themselves. "No, I'm an incel"? They would do it. Yeah, they'd shit themselves. But then they wouldn't be able to they go to the Well, they, they say they would do it. Yeah, I don't know if they would. The incels page on Reddit, by the way, had accumulated 40,000 members before it was shut down. And w- Yeah, and there was, I think, just some rancid shit Oh, there. big time. I mean, it takes a lot for Reddit to think Yeah, yeah. They, oh, so like what? Like like advocating violence, right, oh, is the big oh, one. Oh, okay. Not just shitting Rape in Rape and hand. violence. Not yeah. shitting in their hand and eating it and stuff like that. Bad, violent shit. Alpha. There's a lot of that talk, too. Alpha males. Incels believe that women are programmed to desire only alpha males. They see women as obsessed with, quote, marrying up 
and therefore inherently self-serving and untrustworthy. Monitoring. Oh wow, this this guy's. Yeah, they're talking about monitoring them as uh, potential terrorists. But tell me again about this <laughs> old time yeah. chain smoking. <laughs> I was just picturing the journalists. Yeah, like Rick was saying. <laughs> They have to like these like news organizations have to then somebody at some point some fifty four year old like divorced journalist has to go on Google and type what is an incel and do that as part of his job and then he just comes up with this is bullshit yeah like his girl Friday <laughs> here's Opera, a here's yeah. a self proclaimed former incel daddy to your point Jimmy he's a twenty nine year old Australian he says I was fat acneed bullied, didn't know how to eat right, exercise, socialize. He describes how he became obsessed by sex as a preteen and quickly grew frustrated that he couldn't find a girlfriend. I became extremely prejudiced against women. It seemed from the perspective of my suffering that women had this certain power denying me my sexual experience. Uh, he firmly believes that incels hatred of women is rooted in self-hatred. Oh, okay. They don't like themselves very much, so. And there's a, there's a, uh, it has reemerged with a new name, Brain Cells. Rick, I haven't heard this one. I have not either. Uh, like users, I imagine it's like the sapiosexual stuff. It, maybe. Users frequently refer to themselves as, quote, deformed and, uh, and uh, subhuman. They're like Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yeah. <laughs> They're just a giant brain. <laughs> <laughs> floating in a vat of un unexpressed semen <laughs> uh, so there's another couple terms no here. that would be a ball cell thing I would imagine the ball cells don't don't crank it uh, but I bet the insoles do yeah oh yeah the insoles that's all they do right <laughs> yeah so there's there's also a, a white knight daddy what do we think the white knight might mean what are some of your ideas here uh, the white knight comes in and saves the day somehow. So uh, does he get a date for an incel or something? Or? Well, you would think it would be a nice term. It's actually not. Oh. It's another derogatory term, but similar. It's a guy who comes to a woman's aid for any reason at all. So if a guy's helping out a girl, he's a white knight. And the incels that. don't like that? They or? don't like that because no. they're saying like, no, oh, you're sucking get, up. Yeah. yeah. So it's just it's another thing that could lead to mental... Fatigue, but they yeah. got other troubles. They got a lot of. Well, I think they already. Well, the thing these idiots never talk about is the fact that, like, if they met a woman equally, uh, like, in, equal in appearance to them, or probably less attractive than they are, they wouldn't have anything to do with yeah, it. Yeah, they would say like you're. A... They they just think they're owed. They, they think that like Kate Upton should show up at their door and 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 rail. Oh, them. Like, oh. That, that's what this is all about. It has nothing to do with. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure some of them wouldn't or would be incapable of getting laid by anybody, but most of them like think that they should have the bell of the ball. Of course, there's somebody for everybody out there, and then some, right? I mean, but they—they they, not according to these idiots. Are they? Have you seen any pictures of them? And are they grotesque looking or not? Well, I, if you type in uh, "incel chin," you get a bunch. You get a lot of. Uh... <laughs> Do they just show the chin part? Of it? Yeah, here come. Come around and see incel chin here. This this the the, the the title of this post is uh, recess chin equals it's over, and they have this guy. Oh, 
Yeah, so they think, oh like, God. no. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but this is them demonstrating incel because he doesn't have a chin. Pretty Boy has, like, a sort of delicate chin. A Slayer has, like, a masculine no sort of, yeah, yeah, like a big jaw on him. <laughs> Do you see the one that says, I got rhinoplasty plus a chin implant? No, where is that? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh result. So I would guess... It's like before the... and after. He's got like a, a camel nose and then... Oh, yes. You see I it? Do, I do see it. I got a rhinoplasty plus chin implant. Here are the results. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Do we feel any he looks remorse? better he's looking good that's not the same guy i don't think is it <laughs> the plastic surgeons probably hit on these people I probably i mean that would go to a meeting and say hey i'm here in case i got a little table over the side there you want to come see me here's the first response to this to this <laughs> that's some sweet life fuel incel to chad light I'm going to look into plastic surgery more seriously. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> From Vlad to Chad. <laughs> Vlad to Chad. <laughs> Damn, you're a different species now. Oh, Vlad. <laughs> so, Vlad meaning what? Like, well, I guess Vlad was like the uh, the shitty no genetics chin. side. Del the, the incel. Yeah, the in uh, Vlad the incel to Chad the slayer. <laughs> These guys, well, like as bad as Reddit is, I think these guys originated in 4chan, right? Probably a lot of the worst of Reddit, I take it, comes yeah. from. Or they've retreated to 4chan. Well, that, that, what's like, the thing I you're think... saying now? What's 4chan? 4chan is like this online chat community that uh, showed up a long time ago. Long time, I think yeah. like back when I was in high school. Um, Another kind of forum, like for people that all have mental. Uh, I don't think it's set out to be that, but it becomes like a, it's like moss to a bug light or whatever. Yeah. Like a, yeah, like a forum where you could go on and like put, uh, you put a post and then other people comment on it. We're talking about, this is like the bottom scrum of the internet, right? Yeah. Like, but this fast. Yeah. They're, they're, this, they're, this and I think there are other chans now. I think there are like eight chan yeah. and like spinoffs of it. But. I think as soon as they become popular, this, this sort of. Like underbelly, this seedy underbelly will flitter off to like a, to find another. Uh, but basically, they get hive. when they do get together, when they start gathering in these forms. Well, that's what makes it dangerous. Then it's just a giant pity party, right? right? And it's yeah. like they feed off each other. Like this article, was yeah, saying, it becomes this organism that right. just, just Jeez. yeah, and like, like this, this article was saying despair. now they're going to be tracked. Some of them as potential terrorists, terrorists because yeah. they start to. It's an ideology in the same way that some like an extremist sort of. Well, and they all are, or not all, but like well, maybe all. I, I'd like to think all <laughs> are extremely right wing reactionary idiots, yeah. and it's going to be really funny when like the government that they prop up starts exerting the like gross abuses of power that it's done over the past couple decades to them <laughs> when it starts calling them terrorists. That's going to be pretty cool. <laughs> Um, have nowhere to run. No, but that, that that I think that Canadian. You know, he mentioned. He he mentioned 4chan in, in the Facebook. Post I can see. Um, well, the only one they show here is here that is. one that said like 
uh, the, the revolution has begun or whatever. But I, Yeah, that, that was the second half of the message. So the beginning of the message said private and then in parent, uh, parenthetical, private uh, parenthetical recruit, Manassian, infantry 00010, wishing to speak to Sergeant 4chan, please. C2324961. And then the insult. Jesus. <laughs> so, what the hell is that? So, so there was a thing. Are, to we, are we to have any remorse for these folks or no. sympathy? No. Or, but is well, it? there are a lot of hot takes coming up now, like perhaps we should be blah, blah, blah for them. It's like, I, I you know, I would if these people would actually consider talking to women like less attractive than them. They yeah, like, no, we're 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 talking about the extreme who are it's heavily based in hatred against women. Really. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe that yeah, came like, before I, the there are probably movie. people that are like, you know, have actual physical deformities that have similar feelings. That's not what we're talking right, about. right. This is a group of people with like an avowed purpose that is completely bankrupt. This this they have this psychologist here. Um, that's commenting, or no? Actually, this is the while well, the director of the Toronto Sexuality Center. Um, he was interviewed by police, James Canner. He says, "When it comes to the incel community, he called the online group barely more than a meme. But this is a group of people who usually lack sufficient social skills and find themselves very, very frustrated. But now it's so easy for groups like this to gather together in large groups. People who have very poor social skills. This becomes their only means of social input." And when they're surrounded by people with similar frustrations, they lose track of what typical discourse is and drive themselves into more and more extreme beliefs. In a way, that the, a lot of these ideologies feed on that kind of vulnerability, too. Like Just and, having a giant Yeah, lo- loneliness, right. really. You know, like loneliness and dislocation. Right, right. It's like, yeah. they, for the first time, they feel like right. part of something. So if you had a friend that was an incel, what would you, how would you advise him? I would tell James to cheer <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh, up, get a chin implant. Would you try to Let's hook him you up? Found yourself as an incel. <laughs> would you try to hook the guy up or asking for a friend? Um, would you try to hook him up? Yeah. I, I think I. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Now, now I'm assuming I'm I'm saying, but you're seeing the shift. Like it's not like you somebody wakes up and becomes this extreme, but you start to, he starts to say like, oh that. You know that Becky, that bitch. She wouldn't. And then put they out. get with all these other guys who yeah. are, and it becomes a mob mentality. But if you start to see I, that I shift, you have to call it out for sure. You're saying what, Rick? If I if I were a friend with somebody with that I found like that was outed as being a part of this community, <laughs> I would not want them near a woman. That's yeah, yeah. Well, <sighs> if they were this far down, I think you wouldn't be friends with them anymore, really. Right. But assuming that you had a friend that that. Felt, making the turn like uh, not or not and he doesn't hate women he right, just feels right. like i can't get next yeah, to anything. he gotta help the guy out confidence <laughs> a rhinoplasty and a chin implant that's all he needs <laughs> it's a big uh, thing i guess the fact that you can't hook up i guess really plays a number on somebody there's um <clears throat> they have a list here of descriptors uh, and basically, that that entails just adding "cell" as a suffix to any word. They have "vol cell" voluntarily celibate, "curry cell" is celibate Indian, "rice cell" East Asian celibate. Mm-hmm. So a lot of racist. So now we're getting racist too. <laughs> Bad driver, terrible drivers. Uh, gym cell incel who copes by working out often to the extreme in order to outweigh perceived defects. Mm. So that's like if a guy is incel but trying to 
get out of it. No chin, but you know. <laughs> yeah, no chin, but he's hitting the, the big buys and all that. Fake cell, someone impersonating an incel. Ah, uh, yeah. Then they talk about a beta, a weak man, one who uh, just often treats women as people. <laughs> and then they have uh, different terms for women: or fe- femoid, all dehumanizing terms for women. A lot of misogyny there. Fem femoroid. Femoroid, like a hemorrhoid? Femoroid, I guess. Jeez. Wrist cell. Someone so delusional he thinks women won't sleep with him because of his below average wrist size. Wow. Small wrists. Which means that's good. You're going to be thin in life. (laughs) I wonder if... um, I think I found my people. (laughs) Is it stirred up by everybody getting on these things and then... Yeah. So that's where the internet is not a good thing. It's like an echo chamber. Yeah. Yeah. Like in one breath, you think, well, it's good because they can go to other people where they're going through the similar thing. But then they get this mob mentality stirred up and it just gets them all cranked up. Yeah. Jeez. So we talked about a little bit how how much it takes for Reddit to shut down one of these groups. Yeah. This guy had a chin looking at his picture. Who's that? The one that got the rhinoplasty? No, Manassian, the guy in Toronto. Oh. He's got a very well defined. He may have had the chin implant. Yeah, looking at do him. you have a picture of Manassian in there? Is he? Um, what kind it. of a guy does he look like? Does he look? He looks like somebody that would fit right into this community. Yeah. Minus the chin, though. The chin. The chin but, very, uh, I'm reading. Uh, this is uh, now every goddamn week is going to be in the Lions Library. But I'm reading uh, Confederacy of Dunces, Rick. I don't know. Yeah. The what's his name? I don't even remember. Uh, the, the comedy book, right? Yes. Uh, J- John Kennedy Toole, I think. I forget. He killed himself, the kid that wrote it. But um, I would like incels to call us if they yeah, would. Yeah, we could so, talk yeah. to incels. But uh, he, the main character of that book is kind of like, the. it seems to me, and maybe, I don't know if they've ever made this connection, but uh, it seems to be like the, the uh, OG incel. <laughs> I haven't I haven't read that book all the way through. I thought it was supposed to be Don Quixote. Oh, yeah. Well, he's like a bumbling idiot. I haven't uh, I haven't finished it. Uh, yeah, he doesn't look like an incel. He's got like a jaw and stuff. He's got that. He's got that left eye twinge. He's got a like fix- the crazy eye. Yeah. Here's the thing that I've always said. Just Unibrow. like when uh, the guy up at Penn State that that you know came out, it came out that he was showering with all those young kids and all. God, why can't I think of his name? The, the, oh, Sandusky. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sandusky. Is he looking like a nut? Or after we hear the story, and then you see him and you go, yeah, he looks like a pervert. But Probably a little both, right? Yeah, but I mean, when you're seeing these incels, you're going like, yeah, he looks like a nut job. No, I said this guy doesn't. The, and this is a Toronto guy. Yeah. Can I, let, let me say yeah. If you observe... If you observe his left eye, he's got he's got a little bit of the crazy you eye see, going you on. You see the glint of uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the mouth of madness. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't see it. <laughs> his mouth looks pretty fucked up. But I mean... Well, look at this. He's twenty five years old, and like he's he looks almost 40. completely bald. Yeah, he looks like he's yeah, 40. That he's... could be a contributing factor. Yeah, he could stand yeah. to grow some hair. Now, that's a, is that a military? picture I, I don't know it looks like a job interview this is mugshot me <laughs> but there's something on there about like military yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. the subreddit why it was ultimately banned yeah we're okay we're 
115. Uh, from Reddit. Yeah. So and you guys are saying like Reddit, I mean, you got to really be a Yeah, terrible. Rick was saying like these groups you got to really be messed up. What dude. is Reddit? Where did it, where did it originate and what's Reddit's just kind of like uh It's similar to 4chan. Yeah, it's like a big message board. Okay. Where it's divided, um, you can create your own like silos. a chat room. Yeah, like okay. a, like a modern chat room. All right. And you can create silos that are these subreddits. That's like uh, these the one we read is relationships. Here. Okay, yeah. But it's not all problems. It isn't. There's like finance, you know, discussion boards. It's there. apparently popular. It's hugely popular. Okay. Probably one of, maybe the biggest website online. Because of all these people with troubles? No, 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 no. It's not all troubles. We're, we're showing you like a very specific <laughs> set of <laughs> subreddits here. There well, are things as benign as like... There's a South Jersey subreddit where okay. people could chat or whatever. Um, but the the nature of it being so, like, open, it also comes with these, like, yeah, CD sort of. But here is one of the posts that apparently contributed to the ban. There are a group of incels who are telling an incel with a Chad roommate that he should drug and castrate the Chad. While he's sleeping and stuff. Yeah, and they offered specific instructions on how to do it. Really? Yeah. Well, that's jeez. Yeah, strict the chat. And everything I've read about Reddit's uh, willingness to ban subreddits is like only to serve Reddit's. Yeah, like so, like 4chan is like Reddit was at with yeah. the stones to to not because I don't think 4chan's ever banned anything, and Reddit used to pride themselves yeah. on that. I, it's a big hive for like. This affected libertarian yeah. young white men, and they're gonna. Cont- I think they're gonna move towards because I think they're gonna try to monetize it big time. They've they've just introduced ads and stuff, so I'm sure they'll. So that clean it. kid's picture is he looked like if you went in the dictionary and looked for a libertarian. <laughs> Incel? Uh, the, 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 the description that Rick just gave. Uh, say it again, Rick. A libertarian white. How was that description? Young man. Is yeah. that so? Is that kid like the poster boy for that? This. There's, I think there is a a uh, a very, it's all the the Venn diagram is almost a complete circle. I think for, <laughs> for <laughs> young white libertarian men and insults. <laughs> uh, if you ever think you're not normal, and then you hear this stuff, it makes you feel quite the normal person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your generation yeah, is being vindicated geez. somewhat. I think. <laughs> so here's another one. Um, there was apparently a post. Uh, this is to your question. Can can an incel ever escape the, the right. circle? There was apparently a guy who would regularly Temple. harass women in the park and post about it. <laughs> <laughs> then then he then he end up getting a girlfriend through a date his brother set him up with, and he was like harassed on the community. Vol sell out normie trash oh, like they were calling him. They like a betrayal. Normie was almost. out with a girl. Yeah, the other Normie night. went out. Now yeah. he's a Normie. Harassment thing in the park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you remember Ellen Powell? She was, uh, I think, I don't know who she works for now. She's a tech, like a bear. Oh yeah, yeah. Anista. She went. She went to work on the board of um, Reddit. Of Reddit, yeah, and. Uh, Oh yeah, no, that's what she was famous for. She before she she like sued the tech like the, the I think the venture capital firm, the Bay Area venture capital firm that she for worked for right? for gender discrimination. Yeah, and I, I can't remember if she won or not, but after that she went to work for Reddit, and then 
she was pretty integral in like the first banning of a subreddit. Um, and then like, so I'm sure she's I popular. Think, like, among hundreds of thousands of. Yeah, well, hundreds of thousands of people came out to like call for her head after that, <laughs> and then I think she had to end up resigning from Reddit Jesus. after that. Like, now tell me, yeah. a subreddit meaning what? Like those are like those the sickos that cat weren't allowed on the. No, no, no. So Reddit's divided into subreddits. Oh, I thought they were gonna. <laughs> well, if you have my opinion of Reddit, then yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all you sickies, <laughs> if you want to start another. The subreddit's like a topic, Got basically. It. Jeez. And we'll, we'll, when we get those relationships, that's the subreddit. Relationships. Okay, subreddit. all right. Yeah. A lot of insanity. It, it seems like it spawns from just a basic grassroots hate, hatred, hatred for women. Yeah. Well, I think it starts as self-hatred that they then project. Yeah, women that, become that, the source of this frustration. Yeah. Like, it's, it's their fault. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they make them into an easy mark because they don't want to look. Inward. Right, and it's like it's much easier to find a group that says, "Yeah, well, fuck them," instead of doing and with anything. chins like that, they could look yeah. inward. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then how they harass the people who try to uh, better. You could like look down and see your neck. <laughs> <laughs> but but we still want you to call in. Uh, yes, we, we still please. yeah please yeah there is it's a, it's a... there is. <laughs> There is a sympathy. It's a welcoming environment. <laughs> and we're uh, all about that. Non-judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> Safe space on in the lines. <laughs> Don't let the name fool you. <laughs> There's a lot here, a lot of terms that are not defined. Well, cuck. Cuck's a big one, right? Oh, cuck, they love. Cuck is, has uh, caught fire has and grown spread beyond. all the different reactions. K-U-K, uh, is someone, that they call someone a cuck? They, that's... Yes. Cuck and cuckolding. This this post says they well, love to c- cuck is short for cuckold. Or excuse, yeah. yeah, yeah. They love to throw it around so much it's almost like the F word. It can be a verb, an adjective, or a noun. Now let me see. Here's full dictionary. And Wow, this is dictionary.com. Like you're a cuckhead or... Is a weak, effeminate, or an inadequate man who is often dominated by their female partner. Gay? Or no? No. But weak and effeminate. Effeminate, okay. Yeah. But There's a whole yeah, that was a favorite of Bannon's during the campaign. That like the Proud Boys, they love to say that one. It's a big like alt right. Yeah, there's a lot of. Uh... So I wonder if a gay ever went and spoke to them and said, "Why don't you try the other side now, and then you don't have to worry about the women." <laughs> 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 no, this is legit. Dear God. I'm saying, you know, <laughs> they would probably be belittled as a cuck. You think? Yeah. Couple of cucks, or just I think they, I think that would result in some pretty rampant homophobia. <laughs> I um, I'm a huge fan of this podcast called Doughboys, um, and one of the hosts on Doughboys, going back years, would use the word cuck like almost ironically before it had sort of taken off, and later had to like issue an apology <laughs> because he didn't understand the implications of using uh, using the term. Oh, Paul Tom- Tompkins. That was, I think you had me listen yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Fantastic. Oh, Paul F. Tompkins is on it? Paul F. Tompkins is on it and is like one of the funniest episodes of the entire series. It's an excellent... Have you, he does another one called Dead Dead Authors. Have you heard that no, one? No, is it good? It's He's awesome. from Philly. They talk about Philly in that episode. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Nick Weiger is the, the, one of the hosts is one of like the weird socialist guys. Or, yeah, I no, know. I like him. He's on the fringe of it, maybe. Uh, 
We should just do an hour promoting other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would like to listen to them. Yeah, how do see. we fix this? How do we fix the incels, you think? Legalize concentration camps. Well, they could do. They could about that though. They could do that now. I mean, if they went to the ranch and paid, the girl doesn't care what they look like. Yeah, but make it like everywhere. You you, legalize prostitution. Yeah, yeah. Not with the Sestin Foster bill that just got passed. What's that? Um, There's a bill uh, ostensibly aimed at stopping human trafficking. that's been like widely denounced by sex workers, by by escorts, oh. because yeah, it makes their lives a lot more difficult and doesn't protect them. Uh, so it was ostensibly well-meaning if you talk to certain people, and it was just very anti-sex worker if you talk to others. But um, I think the the idea a lot of people have floated. I don't know if it's semi-serious or not. Is sex robots? <laughs> How sex robots oh. are going to fix the problem? Well, imagine you if you like get rejected. Realistic when it's, uh, imagine if you get rejected by a robot. <laughs> there was a there was a pretty yeah. But let's There's just a... say we invited people to call, and it got a handful of these guys out. I would treat them to a night at risque. <laughs> I'm just just think about this, because the girls there have a way of making you feel like you are special. Yeah. Now, you know, I would give them a couple 20s and just say, go have fun. And but then, do you think that would, I wonder if they Maybe would, that would make them start to like women. Maybe. They wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> the um, There's this wild ass, with how, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, James, Ross Douthit. Douthit. No. He's a writer for the New York Times. He's like their resident arch-conservative, arch-Catholic, uh, like, guy that they trot out to put just like terrible contrarian takes about everything but he wrote a column shortly after the toronto thing basically saying um the world has gone to hell because of the sexual revolution from the 60s and the incel culture can be blamed on the fact that people think it's okay to have sex out of wedlock Wow! And, <laughs> yeah, and he's. What is he doing this to be to be reactionary or? Yeah, I mean, he's just like I said. He's just like an old he's, kitty contrarian. Is he sixty something or? He loves to smell his own farts. No, he, I think he's not that much older than me. Oh, okay. okay. Um, it's Rick's alter uh, online. <laughs> <laughs> That's my real name. This is Fuck. reverse psychology to, to promote yourself. <laughs> you should check out his book at Amazon.com. He had a he had like a, a profile where he went and met R- William F. Buckley on his sailboat and like skinny dipped with him. I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, um, and then the, the like so that's the first premise of the article. And then he offers his he proffers his solutions. One of which is the way to fix this is that everybody should become strict by the book Catholics and remain celibate until you're married, and that's the only time you can have sex and never get divorced. Wow. Um, and then he and then the next part is him lamenting the fact that the rest of society are giant pieces of shit that aren't worthy or capable of doing that and he recognizes it so then he says basically um sex robots are the answer <laughs> Uh, this is this is a writer for the fucking New York <laughs> like i mean well it's, it's so read it like be it's optimistic bad. and a it's young bad. guy 
Yeah, he's 38. Yeah. Uh, if we have any incel listeners, you can reach us at inthelionsdenpodcast at gmail.com. Just reach out. We have some questions for you. Definitely. And we'd like to help them. Now, Rick, you're saying they wouldn't know what to do, but with our instruction booklet right. placed in their phone <laughs> which, pocket, which, then they would know. And when the girl comes up and grabs your Jones, then you know how to react to it. Okay, relax, honey. Let's have a drink and get to know one another. But could do if, they have, if, if they have just hatred in their hearts... You wouldn't want to foist them on these. No, we don't want any hatred. Young, beautiful girls. We want people willing to change and willing to shell out some money for the official In the Lines Den podcast uh, booklet for there talking to women. There you go. I mean, we can put something together. And willing, you know, maybe uh, get that chin touched up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, and I know a good <laughs> rhinoplasty surgeon, so. <laughs> uh, I want to say. you ever hear the Seinfeld on that? No. Before we cut out. He's like. He's like, who came up with this word? Do we need to be comparing them to a goddamn rhinoceros? <laughs> you couldn't think of a better word. <laughs> I think Seinfeld, the 14-year-old he was dating, had rhinoplasty. It was the youngest. Uh, Shoshana. <laughs> the youngest in history. Uh, I want to say yeah, buenas a... noches to our fans in Argentina. Any final thoughts tonight, gentlemen? I, I just thought you might mention your upcoming trip. Oh, yeah. Heading to Portugal. Oh yeah, so I can uh, I could try to find the Buenas Noches in Portuguese. There you go. How about that, Rick? Portugal. Nice. All right. See you next week. Thanks so much. All right, incels, get on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I have no sympathy for the incels.